You are now listening to Shotgun Sports, powered by Winchester. Recorded in the U.S. and streaming all over the world, we talk to shotgun shooters from all disciplines, world-class instructors, gun clubs, target setters, vendors, and industry-leading companies that fuel the sport. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, and connect with us on social media. You can also catch our episodes on ShotgunSportsUSA.com. If you or your club are looking to purchase Promatic traps, make sure you get in touch with Rick Hemingway. He is the largest Promatic dealer in the country and can handle everything for you. Rick offers new and pre-owned units and exceptional service. He also has a huge rental fleet, so no job is too big or small. Rick is well known for setting championship-style targets and designing unbelievable courses, so make sure you ask him about his turnkey services for skeet, trap, and five-stand. Contact Rick today at BackwoodsQuailClub.com or call 843-546-1466. The founder of Score Chaser, Casey Chase, manages tournaments throughout the United States, from state championships all the way to the NSCA Nationals. She has worked with the sport's premier clubs and gathered a clear sense that shooters and clubs needed better software tools to help their tournaments run smoothly. Everyone, please welcome Casey Chase. Welcome to the show, Casey. How are you? I'm good, Justin. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, thank you for coming on. And for the listeners, if you shoot competitively, you've probably seen Casey sitting behind the registration desk at a lot of the shoots you attend. So, um, Casey, kind of introduce yourself and tell people what you do. Okay, awesome. So, uh, my name is Casey Chase, and I have offered um, contract registration services to gun clubs for the past like 17 years. Um, helping them take care of major events. So that it could include pre-registration, just setting up their shoot, on-site registration, you know, processing the scores and the financials for that tournament, that kind of thing. Um, in July of 2020, um, I launched Score Chaser. So that is now um, offering gun clubs a software tool that they can use to administrate their own tournaments. Um, we still have a team in place that allows us to come in and also help with that contract role based um, services too. How did you get into sporting clay? Just kind of back up a second. And, and I know you've been in this game or this sport a long time. How did you get into this sport? So my parents have shot competitively pretty much my whole life. I think they started shooting like pot shoots, like Annie Oakley style shoots when I was about three years old. And then they were pretty much hooked after that and started shooting competitive like ATA were introduced to sporting clays in 96, I believe by Tom John. Mm -hmm. And then um, it wasn't very long after that that my dad decided he needed his own machines to practice on and, and started accumulating some more of the equipment that's required to put on shoots and, and contract out services for like five stands or courses and course de design. So then we kind of started traveling as a family shortly after that and um, setting up at different events. Um, and then very slowly, like I remember riding my bike around trap shoots and picking up score shoots and hauling them into the office. You know, and pretty soon those ladies said, Hey, you come in here and count these, you know, and, <laughs> and just sort of ended up kind of gradually working my way into the office. And then from there, it's just been a passion and, you know, a sport that I can't leave. And 
something that I've been fortunate enough enough to make a career out of, really. Yeah. So did you ever shoot, Casey? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we shot a lot as a family. We shot a lot of ATA stuff when we were really young. And then after that one, uh, I have two sisters. And when all three of us girls got a little bit bigger and could manage a gun a little bit better than sporting clays is where um, I definitely fell in love and, and have stayed ever since. Yeah. How did you get into working shoot registrations now? I mean, did you never stop or were you just always known for doing it? So you just kept doing it or how did you get into working on them now? Like recently? Yeah. So probably the right out of college. So the summer right out of college, I was kind of trying to make up my mind on, on which way I really wanted to go to get a real job, you know, and it just sort of happened that that summer there were several clubs that needed help and, and couldn't get help to come out for their major tournaments. And, and it truly just naturally progressed from there. Um, I think that first year I picked up like eight tournaments and then every year since then anywhere from 20 to 30 tournaments a year I'm on the road for. So it wasn't something that I, I necessarily advertised for or pushed for. It just kind of naturally progressed. And I've been so blessed with, um, so blessed with that and with the customers that we've had, you know, long-term, it's just been pretty awesome. Yeah. All right. As a shooter, I have no idea what's involved in, in what you do other than when I walk in, I sign myself up, check in and, that's all that's all I know that you do. I know there's a whole lot more to it than that. And that's what I want you to explain. Kind of the back end and and how do you make the shoot successful by you doing the registrations? Sure. So right off the bat, we work with the clubs to determine what's going to work logistically for all the entrants. So rotation times, um, pricing, though it, it is totally up to the club on how they what they want to execute for that tournament, you know. But we we take care of setting that all up so that you can register online. Um, handle the squatting, any change requests throughout the life of the tournament. So that actually happens to be a huge majority of shooters. You know, life happens, you sign up a year in advance or even six months in advance, and then your plans change. So there's a lot of um, change requests that we process manually and fire you back, you know, new confirmations uh, of the that schedule and payments and et cetera. And then at the shoot, uh, we take care of the check-in, like you mentioned, and um, – any wrap-up report, so the reporting that goes to the NSCA, the reporting that goes to the state association, um, whatever the club needs to, in terms of financials, to cut the payout checks, we figure all the payouts. Um, basically, all of the administration work around a tournament we can help with. Yeah. How aggravating is it for you, or how aggravating was it for you when someone would call or come in when they're paying for the shoot and want to change squads is that really aggravating to do is that hard to change how is how does that work because i know a lot of people do that <laughs> a lot of people do do that and no it's not aggravating because it's a part of the job you know and i understand that your plans do change like i said it's not something that you're committed to the whole way through it and and first and foremost you're the paying customer there so we absolutely want to take care of you right. if we're able to in any way you know so it's not aggravating it is um, tedious and it happens often very often i would say like nine times out of ten somebody's going to change their registration from when they originally registered so it is tedious and it's a lot to keep up with um but it's part of the job and you know we're happy to take care of that yeah and it's not you know I, i've learned this here recently it's not just as easy as moving me from here to there you have to move several people in order to move myself Right. Sometimes. Yeah. Like if a squad request comes in late, it, it might require us to seek out um, individual shooters that didn't have squad requests and move them three or four times in order to get, you know, a family together or something. If, if the requests are not received in a timely fashion, if we get down to the wire and their walk-ins or something like that, you know, sometimes it does require moving, um, 
many people in order to accommodate those requests. Yeah. Okay. So a new software hit Clay Target Sports called Score Chaser. And I want mm-hmm. you to tell me what this program is, what it does. And I launched Score Chaser in July of 2020 and started probably about two years before that, just accumulating some ideas and organizing my thoughts on what could be offered to shooters and to clubs that would, you know, provide a more efficient experience related to sporting clays tournaments all the way around. So from those notes, Score Chaser was born and uh, it offers a comprehensive solution for clubs to administrate sporting clays tournaments, mm-hmm. whether they're non-registered, corporate, charity, registered tournaments, all the way up to the size of nationals. Um, and for the first time ever, shooters are actually being addressed specifically as a target market. So um, in the past, other platforms have always reached out to clubs as a customer. Score Chaser is trying to incorporate shooters into that as well. So we offer services um, and different membership levels to shooters that, um, you know, expose them to features that they've never seen before, like in-tournament text notifications that um, remind you when you have uh, shooting times coming up. So each morning we might send you a, a text that says, hey, you're supposed to be on the Blue Core Station 14 at this time. Uh, in-tournament text notifications also include like shoot-off announcements. If you're in a shoot-off, you know, if you've won a trophy, if you break that $600 threshold and uh, the registration desk might need a W-9 from you. Um, let's see what other text messages. I mean, that's, that's pretty oh. much all you would need, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's a lot of automated emails too. Um, other pro features include like a concierge service. So our pro users um, get a real live person that will automatically sign them up for up to eight tournaments a year. Um, that's based on a preference sheet that you complete. So you tell us what tournaments you want, you know, if you always need a golf cart, mm-hmm. uh, if fee task is your priority event and that kind of thing. And then we just take care of it for you. All right. So let's, let's talk about that for a second. So I sign up for the pro service and Mm -hmm. how much does that cost me for eight shoots to be handled? Uh, $12 a month is what the, yep. The cost of the pro Simple, simple enough. Okay. So I sign up for this and whoever my concierge is will handle everything for me. Absolutely. All right. Yep. We'll get you, we'll get you signed up based on any kind of details you want to provide. So you know, if you um, you want to go to nationals every year, we take care of that. And then you let us know what your event priorities are. Mm-hmm. If you want to be definitely signed up for main event, fee task, five stand, that kind of thing, they take care of it. If you want to shoot early in the morning or maybe you're, you know, need your beauty rest and you start shooting at noon each day, whatever your ideal schedule is, we stay on the hunt to watch when those shoots open and then sign you up as soon as they open so that um, you get priority in your scheduling. You know, you're not going to be stuck with what's left over for that tournament. Wow. Okay. So if I need to change or if I want to do any of that stuff, I just email or call someone and they handle it all for me. The club, whoever's administering that particular tournament would walk you through it from there, but your concierge can certainly put you in contact and ask on your behalf as well. You're only charging $12 for that? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. And there's still more features that we haven't talked about yet. So the in-tournament text messaging, um, you also gain access to our interactive tournament explorer map so it it, it lets you explore tournaments without having to look at them on that list like we're so familiar with seeing tournaments listed by you know by date of what's upcoming versus what is you know completed results that kind of thing Um, the explorer map allows you to look at tournaments on a visual map like like you're looking at google maps or something and it drops pins on the tournaments and then you can filter out those tournaments on things you haven't been able to do before so 
Maybe you only want to look at shoots that offer fee task events. You can filter that out and only look at those tournaments. Or maybe you only want to look at state shoots. Because I actually know a lady on the East Coast that has um, kind of been on a mission the last couple of years to hit every single state shoot in the country. So this would be a great tool for her, you know, to be able to sort those events out, find them, and get to them easy. So you get a lot more tools that way. And then uh, I think finally with your pro user, you would gain access to my scores which is a complete record of your shooting history on score chaser it just gives you an easy access uh, accessible list of tournaments that you're currently registered for or previous tournaments and you can generate like your receipts from all of those tournaments even past so you can maybe look back and remember who you shot with that gator cup last year that was you know such a good guy and you want to try to shoot with them again so we just put a lot more information at your fingertips yeah. When, when did you notice a program like this was needed? Oh, oh, it's been a long time coming, I think. Um, I, I've honestly been contemplating it for a very long time and just felt like it was it was finally time to buck up and get it done. You know, yeah. there's um, there's a lot of new technology here. Um, we are a web based app versus, you know, something that you would a club would have to download and put on their desktop. So we give access across multiple devices. And I think it's just uh opening the door for future technology and the way that our our sport is currently and very rapidly growing and and moving towards you know there's a lot of call for things like electronic scoring and um and i think that score chaser actually opens the door for that and and is built in a way that um that is a possibility let me ask you this live scoring you know, people have talked uh -huh. about this before. Is that ever a possibility in this sport? I really think so. I think there's um, an opportunity, especially with Score Chaser, to to develop an app that would allow you know scorekeepers at a major event. They're not gonna maybe they're not gonna have a tablet at every station, you know, but everybody's got a cell phone, so it'd be really easy to download an app that maybe the club um, assigns pin numbers to different trappers or something, so that they become the official scorekeeper for that particular station on that course, you know, and able to record those live scores that are fed straight into the system. Um, I don't know how it all hash out yet, but it's, it's definitely something that we've started uh, making plans for and kind of outlining. And as the demand becomes greater, then uh, we'll spend more time in, in developing that technology. Yeah. I mean, you have to worry about internet service and all that stuff too. Some of these places don't have that, so it'd be hard to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. So what made you actually say, all right, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to start this business or this, this program and I'm going to call it score chaser. What made you do it? I think I was just really excited about the different ideas I had. And I, and honestly, it was a lot of, um, you know, I've worked very hard in, in building my reputation on putting these tournaments and it's, and it's truly making a better reputation for other brands um, other platforms. And I just felt like it was time for, for me to, to go all in and, and do it for myself and, and really allow for continued growth in this industry. You know, I don't want to leave this, this sport sporting plays is everything to me. So this, this was a way for me to ensure that future. Yeah. How long, how long did it take you to build what you have up today? And what was that process like? So it took probably about a year to 18 months to find the tech company that I wanted to work with on the build. And then once, once we hashed that part of it out, I figured out who, who could get the job done in a reasonable you know amount of time and who could spend the time with me to even understand sporting clay. So to bring in um, something outside uh, a company outside of the industry, there's obviously you're going to face a huge learning curve there where you have to sit down and be like, this is a clay target. 
this is a shotgun, you know, like these guys had no idea. So to truly start from square one took some time. And then, um, that's why I chose a company so close to me. They're based out of Bozeman and they were actually able to come out to a tournament that we had at Galton sporting clays and, and see it firsthand. So that was pretty neat. But once we um, decided to work together and move forward, it was about a year's worth of planning, wireframing, outlining the, the software. And then, you know, total build time was probably another six, eight months until we started really getting into hardcore testing and then started testing for, oh, probably four months-ish before launch. So it, it's been quite a process and a lot of time um, in, di in different stages. How do you find, you know, you said you were searching around for someone to do it. How do you find that on Google? I mean, is it just you type in, I need someone to build me an app? I mean, how easy is that to do? And how do you research someone like that? So we thought it would be very simple in the beginning. And there was a lot of companies that I met met with, um, even face-to-face -face that, oh, yeah, we can get this done, you know, in six months and kind of fed you the line and, and didn't truly understand or comprehend how how nuanced this sport is and how many different ways it can be done depending on the location, you know, on, on who the host of the tournament is, you know, like you very rarely see clubs pay out a class option in the same way. So it started out being like, Oh yeah, we got this. This will be simple and let's move forward. And then I learned very quickly that they weren't getting the whole picture and it, it was going to be a lot more steps. So then I continued, you know, my search and expanded on that search to to find different solutions you know maybe a desktop was a desktop software was the best solution and and found finally found this company that um offered like hard drive software um that you would have to install and also built web-based applications and uh, i was really impressed with some of the local work that they had done here in montana and sat down with them and i think they they were the first team that recognized how involved um this program could be and that gave me the world of confidence and then their their uh leadership in in deciding you know this absolutely is feeling more web-based app so I, I do think we need to go this route you know they they definitely guided me in terms of what the technology should be and then we faced challenges from there so when we decided to go web-based app web apps um, natively don't store data if you're offline, right? Like mm -hmm. you just don't have access to a program anymore. So we had to, we had to solve those problems and, and it came out great in the long run. I mean, we have a, a very solid and efficient solution that, that takes care of the majority of situations that we're going to face in the sporting plays world. So, yeah. If you have like a bug or something's wrong ever happens, are you eventually going to hire like a programmer to work with you or do you still call these people? How, do, what do you do in that situation? So we're, we're still under contract, um, with the tech company and they, they absolutely provide a service on a daily basis. If there's any questions that I have, or maybe even just tech support, you know, like somebody's running a, a super outdated browser, you know, or an iPad that hasn't been touched in 10 years or something like that you know mm -hmm. they can offer solutions to help us some things that are beyond what i can deal with they're there for us for sure um any tweaks or improvements or new ideas that we add to the program we we handle like in a work order process so i've always got a work queue that i'm adding different ideas to and and solutions based on how clubs are currently using it you know if i see a club that's like a new circumstance i never had considered you know i'll look into to what would it what it would take to accommodate that sort of situation and then um, bounce ideas off of them on how we could incorporate into the program and and we usually do about a 
I don't know, once a month we do a, a regroup of, you know, new direction and new new ideas and that kind of thing. So they're going to be a part of um, helping build Score Chaser forever just because I know I'll never be satisfied with where it's at, you know. Right. Yep. And it's got to be able to be up to date with what clubs need and shooters need forever. And that changes all the time. It's always a moving target. So, so as long as, um, yeah, as long as that's the case, I think that we'll always be working together together eventually i think it'd be great to have somebody in-house for score chaser um but this team right now is hard to beat because they have so many hands that that can make things happen quickly yeah now do you still find things that you you just felt like you left out and just totally forgot about or did you have you pretty much covered them all i have been surprised very uh, a couple of times um just by the way clubs handle situations i think because i was so um set in a, a manner of going to major tournaments all the time um I, I thought a lot and and contemplated a lot how um you know a regular monthly shoot of 30 people might work for a club um but i was definitely surprised by a couple of suggestions from those clubs that do those you know every every couple of weeks on how they felt that their workflow could be improved. And they were easy enough changes that we implemented them, you know, instantaneously. Um, I do think that there's a lot of things on my list still that, that we just haven't built yet. It's not that I've forgotten about them. We just haven't got to, to that point, you know? So yeah. I, I'm still excited about what's to come and, and what we're adding to the program. Is there one thing that you can tell us that you're adding that wouldn't give something away or. Mm, or not yeah yet. so okay okay <laughs> yeah there's lots but we're um we're actively working on group registration so overall logging into an account and even having an account on a sporting place software you know platform is a new concept and i know that that's going to take some time to get used to there's a lot of reasons for doing that um one being that the nsea is moving to like an all electronic membership and their their new database requires a new or unique email address for every user. So Scorechaser's user account, you know, supports that concept and what they're moving towards. Um, secondly, it allows us to protect shooters registration. So you're never going to lose a fee task spot. Nobody else is going to be able to log in and change your registration for a tournament. Only, only if you're logged into your account, can you make changes. So one challenge that that presents when a shooter is not familiar with the whole login process is registering for multiple people, you know, or or family registering, or or maybe you go on and you sign up yourself and all your buddies at one time. Um, it it can be done. You just have to log out of your account before you register your next, you know, the next guy. Uh, group registration is something that we're exploring right now, pretty in depth, uh, to determine what's going to be the most clean interaction for shooters. But it would allow you to. To register multiple people and pay for all of your your buddies in one transaction you know whether that be deposits or full entry fees or whatever the club is requiring so that's something we're actively working on that i think uh, a lot of shooters will will like in the future you were just talking about paying a deposit or for full entry and a good thing about your program is you're getting away from paypal totally I don't know if some people understand what paypal is about so why don't you tell them you know what <laughs> yeah <laughs> So PayPal has some very serious anti-gun policies. You know, the the buying and selling of guns they don't support. And there's actually been a couple of gun clubs, you know, over the last 10 years, which is probably a very small percentage. But I, there's been at least two, in my experience, clubs that I was contracted to be at had their PayPal accounts completely frozen. So every deposit that had been paid for that tournament was totally frozen because PayPal decided they were selling guns, which they weren't, you know. Right. Um, but 
it's it's was totally a um, personal mission of mine to get away from PayPal because of their anti-gun policies. I just couldn't understand how an industry that is 100% gun focused would be paying, you know, processing fees to this to this corporation. So we do all of our payment processing in-house. Um, we've got a great team in place that takes care of club tra transfers and uh, basically any deposit that you pay or entry fees. If the club chooses to allow you to pay online, it's it's absolutely in the club's control. It goes into our escrow account, and then our um, our accounting staff transfers that out to the clubs on the schedule that the club sets. You know, so we replace PayPal totally and handle the processing in house. Yeah, that's, that's neat. All right, so tell me about your staff. The staff at Score Chaser isn't just people that have no idea about the sport. They they actually know about the sport. For sure. Yeah. So. Before we, I started Score Chaser, I had two employees that worked with me. Um, Barb is based out of here here in Montana, and I know her uh, because our boys go to school together. But she's a retired highway patrol officer and started doing shoots for me about five years ago now, I think, mm -hmm. and maintains all of the squatting for my tournaments now. So any tournament that we're contracted to be at, Barb's the gal that's going to process your um, you know, your change request or your squatting request, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, Heather also started about four years ago. I think she was just after Barb. She's based out of Florida. She worked at a couple of gun clubs before and has extensive, you know, history in the sport. She's kind of the road dog and covers tournaments. She goes to about 10 tournaments a year. You know, when I'm double booked or if I've got too many in a row, then um, Heather gets to go to those and, you know, just fabulous customer service and, and really um, is familiar with a lot of shooters in the Southeast. Mm -hmm. um, Callie just came on. She, uh, has previously worked at Four City Gun Club and takes care of our accounting. So she does all of those club transfers, um, a lot of in-house accounting stuff. Um, and just, you know, her brother and she, the whole family has been a part of the sport forever. The Garetta's family. <laughs> yes. Yes, Zach yes. Garetta's and, and Callie Garetta's. Exactly. Yep. And then um, Becky, you're familiar with Becky as well. Yep. Becky Rogers ran Meadows Gun Club and has worked, you know, for Rick at, at Backwoods Forever. And uh, she takes care of all of our concierge, our pro users right now, the services and um, any other kind of support that I need in terms of answering emails. If, if I get behind, you know, we'll kick stuff out to Becky and, and she just takes care of it. I mean, she knows everybody and is pretty tough to beat in terms of customer service. And then our last gal is Delaney Emig and... Um, her family runs a club in California. So Delaney has firsthand experience with managing a gun club from the logistical side. All of them are shooters. So she understands the shooter side. Totally. She grew up in the sport. Like I did, you know, we're basically gun club brats. So she can answer any question and offers our tech support to, um, to shooters and to clubs because she, she totally has firsthand knowledge on both sides. So it's been so amazing to bring these ladies on because they absolutely know what they're doing. And they work hard and get it done as fast as they can. You know, they're they're just awesome to have um, as support for Score Chaser. So, Casey, are you still going to shoots that does not use Score Chaser and helping? Yes, very few. Um, I don't have very many left on my calendar. But if I had, uh, you know, agreed and was contracted to do an event before I launched Score Chaser, then I'm going to fulfill those and, and follow through with that. And you know, yep. make good on my obligations. Okay. All right. So what does score chaser offer exclusively for gun clubs? So we actually, um, approached club membership in a different way than has been done before. So we have three different levels. We never charge a per target or per shooter fee. So every club at every level 
offers um, an unlimited number of tournaments with an unlimited number of entrants per tournament. Um, we offer a free, completely free version to gun clubs. So they can come on and administrate their entire sporting place tournament without any fees incurred on them. The reason for doing so um, is that I've watched, you know, firsthand working at nationals and at headquarters for, you know, different shoots like Texas State there. Um, how much time that they spend manually processing shoot data. So trying to figure out if they should have membership forms or if or if these scores reported are for hunters or clubs maybe that sent their stuff in totally handwritten on old school shoot forms, you know? So I think offering a free version makes it pretty hard to argue with in terms of upgrading to an electronic reporting system mm -hmm. that um, the NSEA can process more efficiently. So we offer a totally free version. That's our starter clubs. And then um, an, an annual fee of $200 steps you up to the standard club level and, and different features are included with that. Some expanded reports, um, you can add staff administrators to your club account. And then our top tier clubs pay $800 a year and gain access to many more things like staff limitation controls. Um, we can generate menus and scorecards with all the shooter information merged straight onto that scorecard. So you're never having to like label scorecards. Um, we include a custom email and text messaging service within the program. So you don't have to have a third party account or website somewhere else that you have excuse me, that you have to go to, to, you know, sit out a text that says we're on a two hour delay because of rain. You know, that's part of the system. Mm -hmm. um, digital scoreboards. We do featured tournament listings. So we don't offer any advertising spots on um, the web app right now at all. And I don't really foresee that happening in the future right now for us either. I think there's going to be different opportunities for advertisers maybe in the future. Mm -hmm. But right now I'd like to keep that as part of our club membership. So Pro clubs get um, featured tournament listings. So if any tournament that they have an active status, like actively accepting registrations, we cycle through all of those pro clubs and spotlight their tournaments to all of our users. So when you log, if say when I'm, I'm a user and I go to your site, it may show one club shoot one day and another club shoot the next day. Is that how that works? That's right. Okay. Um, your home screen you, is where we we cycle through those pro club features, but you can always go to the tournaments list too and just view it on a you know a traditional list that you're comfortable with and sort it by any one of the column headers. So you can you can truly manipulate that list however you want to see it, or the tournament explorer map for our pro users. They can seek out tournaments that way as well. We talked about the gun clubs. What you offer? Go into what you offer for the shooter other than the concierge. What? What is involved? So shooters have an opportunity to register for tournaments as guests. They don't have to create a user account to register for any tournament. If you ever want to update your registration or, or request those changes, then we protect your registration with a login. So you do have to verify um, an email address, and then you would just log into your, your ScoreChaser user account in order to um, make those changes. Um, basic users can look for tournaments. They can explore results. They're going to get our, our automated um, email notifications that include like uh, 14 days before the first day of a tournament, we send out a, a message that says, hey, you're signed up for, you know, the Georgia State shoot mm -hmm. at Forest City. Don't forget about it. Um, we send out reminders that uh, a refund deadline is approaching. You know, we also send out an email at the conclusion of every tournament that says, hey, thanks for participating. Here's a link to the results. So you can get a direct link to the results for that tournament that you just finished. Um, I think from there, it, it steps up to the, the pro user 
level that we, um, I think we've discussed most of the features there, the yeah, map, yeah. your history, the concierge, and your text messages. It's just unbelievable to hear. You know, you never really think about what all is involved with something like this. And it, it looks like you've really thought it through and made it easy for the clubs and the shooters to get what they need. That's awesome. I sure hope so. And, and thank you for that. I just wanted to get with you today and just talk about this because I know it's, I've seen it online. I've seen it on Facebook and I really don't know what all is involved with it. So I wanted to get with you and, and go over that and let people know what's involved with it. Cause I think it's a really cool idea that you came up with. And I think it's something that the sport really needed. Yeah. Well, thank you. And we will certainly continue to work every day to make it even better, you know, and to grow with the sport and introduce new ideas. And I think it's going to be an exciting ride all the way. Yeah, I agree with you. Casey, I'll let you go. I know you have things to do. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much, Justin. Thanks for having me. Okay. See you, Casey.